Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us hello and welcome to the married to bravo podcast i am one of your hosts jolene lenzer hernandez and i'm here with my co-host my wonderful mom aka nana eileen lenzer eileen how are you doing it has been a busy day. Thank you. I'm doing great. Good. What have you been doing? Give us the Minnesota Minute update if you oh. can. Guys, you know, I don't usually buy online, and I know we always have to go through Jolene before I buy anything. So she helped me with getting a new iPhone, and it came today. Look at that Looks iPhone. Like oh, I'm, I'm pretty excited, you guys. I don't have it set up yet because it came later in the day. Okay, don't drop it. Nope, I, that's what I hear. So I need <laughs> a, um, I need you to get me one of those covers and what is it called? Um, like a little condom for it. Um, yeah, you need for a, the screen. You need a phone condom, an iPhone condom for Nana. <laughs> iPhone condom for Nana. <laughs> we will definitely get you an iPhone condom, Nana. We will make sure that you are safe. We don't Thank want you, you get your phone getting herpes. All right. Hello to everyone who's joining us in the chat. Make sure you guys who are joining us live right now on YouTube, give this video a thumbs up and make sure you are leaving all your thoughts, concerns, questions, everything you have in the comments. We consider you guys our co-hosts and we love and enjoy you so much. In tonight's episode of the Married to Bravo podcast, we are going to be breaking down the latest episodes of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules. And I also have some Real Housewives of Atlanta news. Now to get things started, Nana, um, what's going on with your glasses? I haven't seen those glasses oh. on you. Maybe I don't, those don't look familiar Thank to you. me. Oh, um, this was a 1990s look. I've saved all my glasses throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Surprise. Shocker. And so I thought I would kind of, I like these. They're light. They're cute. Um, I look like, you know, um, John Lennon's mother now <laughs> used to be John Lennon. Um, but may I just share with you, this is, this broke my heart. These are the very first pair I ever got wire rims. Okay. So Nana's been wearing eyeglasses since she was in second grade, I believe. Nope. Sixth grade, 1966. Okay. And she and has then, her first, that's your first pair of glasses ever. No, this is my first wire rim. My first pair of glasses ever. I didn't keep and I should have because they were the cat eye. That's all they had oh, back cute. then. And now they're back. Oh my gosh. So this without the, the other little bow, a bow, 
Um, yeah, so it's kind of fun to kind of change it up and stuff. So I'm just going to do a little flashback to the 80s while we're here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys are listening later on iTunes, Nana has brought with her all her eyeglasses. Nana is basically blind without your glasses, right? Yeah, she's doing a touching stuff right now like she's uh, blind. Yeah, you know, and we're not making fun of anybody that's sight impaired. No. How's that? But How's you that? do have, um, you, are, you are very sight impaired without your glasses. Like you couldn't even do a surgery, right? Or could you if you wanted to get those... Um, what, I want to oh, say no. Invisalign, but like Invisalign for your eyes. <laughs> no, I couldn't get that because I had surgery on my eyes. I had this retina problem. And because of that, I couldn't get one of those, nor would I like one. Because since 1966 to have glasses, I, I feel bare naked without them. I tried contacts for a while. Eh, warning. No, that was that wasn't it. So I just remember I just I'm just gonna do just a small little change up on the glasses. So she's gonna keep what changing I, throughout the podcast. I liked can you put those ones you had on last there? Oh, I like those. You look like you are a teacher on Sabrina, uh the the chilling adventures of Sabrina, the teenage witch on Netflix. You look like that. Those thank are, you. If you are I'm gonna have to explain it to our listeners who are later on iTunes, but those are like a cat eye, like a gold kind of um Yes. Bronze yes. cat eye glass. Nana, those look really good on you. People in the chat are saying you look very cute. Um, Fonda Thanks. asks what color iPhone. She went with the red iPhone, you guys. So I you, went with the red. If you listened to last week's episode, Nana was contemplating black, white, or red. She went with red because she's sassy and she's fun. Quick shout out to people joining us in the chat. Angelica says, happy Friday. Hello. Brandy said, oh my gosh, I never caught you live before. I'm so glad you caught us live. Brandy, Quinster's here. Fonda's here. Bonnie's here. Oh, um, Denise, great. Shonda, we got so many people. We got CXCTI, which uh, says, I hope you remember me. Of course I remember you. You used to be one of my mods here on YouTube, so I do remember you. Uh, oh, Bonnie that's very nice. All right. So Hi, Nana, Bonnie. Are you going to keep Hi, switching everyone. the glasses throughout the episode? Do you, do you mind? They're, it's just kind of fun. You know, I started going through them because this is what you're down to. What do you do in hibernation? Well, let's see. Let's see what's in this drawer. Yep. Oh, my God. A whole drawer full of glasses. So, can I ask a quick question before we get started? You and it won't what? take very long. You always do. Go ahead, Nana. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've had two different people, one of them being my sister, Karen, the other one being her friend, Linda Fry. They keep asking, how can they get on the chat? They're having difficulties. They both have turned 60 this year, so they're... <laughs> They're, oh they have God. issues. God help us all. I mean, I, I <laughs> they can't get on the chat. They can hear mm-hmm. us. Okay. And th- I think they us. can see us. Okay. But they, they're not able to join in the chat and say, hi, I'm here. You know. And is there a secret to it? <laughs> There's no secret. Um, I think as long as you have a YouTube ID, like you're able to sign into your YouTube. So make sure you have um, the ability to sign in, create a YouTube account for yourself, and then you're able to join the chat. So if you're just joining, I think as someone who doesn't have a YouTube account, you won't be able to chat because there has to be some kind of name that pops up um, when you chat. Oh, okay. So that's what we're doing. Is that a tough thing to do? No, that's not tough at all. That's kind of like creating a Facebook account. You put your email in, you put your name, you get a confirmation email, and then you set your YouTube account up, and you really don't have to post any videos or anything. You can just have a YouTube so that you can like videos and join in the chats. Okay, do I have that? You do, Nana, you do. I started how did you I, one. Oh, I was going to say, how did I get that? Tell, wow, that's awesome. Tell Karen, um, you know, maybe her kids can help. 
if not, we sure. can take this offline and we can help her and Linda Fry join us live because we would love to have them live. So, And that's what they want. Okay. That's and, what they want. Just be a part of it. Yep. And just so you guys know, Nana's going to keep changing glasses because she is a diva. Diva is the female version of a hustler. I'm a, of a hustler. Nana, do you know that song? That's Beyonce. Oh, I was going to say Tupac. Okay. No. Okay. So now you have sunglasses on. Those are cool. All your glasses are, I mean, everything's coming back now. So you look good in the, all, all the glasses. So far, I haven't seen a pair I didn't like. I've always liked glasses. I go in. It doesn't take me any time at all. I can just pinpoint it going, those are the ones. All right. Because I know, I know what I like. I know what kind of looks kind of fun on me. Um, these were very popular for a while and these are kind of a frameless bottom. Oh, sounds sexy. I got a frame. <laughs> I got a frameless bottom going on. Those ones so, are pro- so far my least favorite. Oh, all right. Well, thanks a lot. Um, well, <laughs> I guess, I guess what we'll do is we'll just change it up and I'll wear these for a while. See if I can see out of them. Yeah. yeah, I, I what, look pretty stu- what studious in these. Where are from, Nana? I want to go the 19, like 1997, right in there. Okay. And another issue that we talked right. about and didn't talk Technical about today. Technical issues with Nana starting off the podcast. Haven't hit a Bravo thing yet, but we will. <laughs> you know, I'm forgetting what it was. Oh, I know. I'm on this thing where we put an album out there a day. And it's really fun because we have a lot of albums, Dad and I. Can you explain what you're doing? Because it's a Facebook thing that people are doing. Oh, yes. And you, you post your album. And you don't have to write anything about it, you know, unless you want to. Mm-hmm. And I did Michael Jackson Off the Wall album. Yes. And Jolene wrote back to me saying, you took me to that concert. Not Off and the Wall. It, you took me to the Bad Tour. The Bad Tour, yes. yes. But you took me to that concert of Michael Jackson's. Mm-hmm. Is this when we sat way in the back? We had like crappy seats way up. Yeah, we were there with, I think, your boss at the time and her son. Now it's coming back to yes. me. It wasn't, it wasn't at, Sandy Larson wrote in, she thought it was at Met Stadium because she brought her son. We were both pregnant at the same time. Mm-hmm. So her, Matt, and you are when I used to work with her. Mm-hmm. And so they had a nice shower for us. It was a double shower. We got a lot of nice things for you kids. <laughs> all the tangents. All the tangents. We're going all the way it back just, to when I was in utero. This is a good one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was it was a super nice shower. Anyway, so she brought her mat, and I guess I brought you. And for the life of me, I'm trying. I remember sitting there now. Mm-hmm. You brought me huh. to the bad tour. It was my first concert ever. I think I was, like, in second grade. It was the late 80s, maybe even first grade. And so you were you were eight years old. Yeah, my okay, first that makes sense. Was Michael Jackson, which is a pretty sweet first concert to have, you know, a legend. Oh, uh, yeah. So there we go. All right. So Nana's been loving doing the the record challenge, and uh, Papa's been doing it. So if you want to friend Nana on Facebook, she might accept your friend request. I don't know. She might. Uh, oh you, yeah. Chell, Chell coming in clutch with the drink. What did he make? Oh, a little Pellegrino with lime. Thank you, sir. Mmm. Oh, he's so lucky. You know, everyone deserves a chow. That's what we say on this channel. That's what we say on this podcast. Everyone deserves a chow. Now, Nana has switched her glasses again. These are fun. These are very light. Are these the Thank first you. ones? They're, these are, no, uh-uh. Those are on this side of, I got the, 
new ones on the right to me. I am Soldiers so to the... excited yeah. to see all the glasses because you have so many. We've only been in this podcast now. We've been podcasting for like five minutes or so and you've already changed your glasses seven times. So this is going to be good. I love this. Dana, you keep me guessing and I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Shout out. Um, Shelly says, if I can do it, Nana, so can you. I'm definitely tech impaired. So definitely everyone can do the, like Fonda says, it takes seconds to set up a YouTube account. You can join us. Now, Shonda said a comment. You're going to love Nana. Shonda said the nineties glasses are very Emily Valentine. Oh, yes. Oh my God. I think she just yes. had a stroke. <laughs> I am telling you, there was no better character on 90210 than Emily Valentine. I loved her from the very get-go mm -hmm. when she first pulled up on her motorcycle <laughs> and her and Dylan met and everyone, the girls didn't like her because she was kind of a fast girl, Oh, fast! but yeah. she really, but she really wasn't. No, she wasn't. No, faster than anybody else. The whole, the whole cast was fast. They were kids. Right. Horny, that's horny a, kids. That's what we used to call them, fast girls. Fast girls. Fast okay. girls. Okay. Girls. So I think we should start tonight with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills latest episode. What do you think, Dana? Sounds wonderful. Sounds wonderful. All right. So we have season 10, episode three. Let us know all your comments in the chat here, everyone that's joining us live. Uh, first impressions, true confessions on bravotv.com. The little write-up they have description is Kyle rap shooting on her latest films and plans a welcome home party for all the ladies, including her newest friend, Garcelle. Erica's singing lesson brings up painful childhood memories. Teddy doesn't take kindly to Sutton's criticism. Denise's husband inadvertently bewilders Kyle's guests while Lisa Rinna's party game leads to hurt feelings, tears, and a dramatic exit. Nana, do you got those Nana notes for us? All right, let's take a peek at them, shall we? Aren't the, isn't that nice? She okay. took literal notes, These are guys, little notes. on a uh, uh, legal pad. I have to explain things later legal. for people listening on iTunes because they can't see what we're oh, doing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm holding up a legal pad. Beverly Hills Housewives. Yes. Kyle's Kyle's having a dinner party and wasn't isn't her house beautiful? It is. You see those great big columns it's as you beautiful. first come in. It is. Did you know she was um burglarized when she first moved in? I did because I remember it from the last reunion and they took everything, even the purses and jewelry she had from her late mother, which was really sad. And her That's house, very sad. And the burg or the um company, the security company that was in charge of her security system was actually Teddy's husband. Edwin, but I don't think they were done putting in the security stuff yet when it happened. And oh, fun fact, honey, I didn't know that Kyle's house is not in Beverly Hills; it's in Encino. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Well, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, and her table was set so beautifully. Mm -hmm. And as the people were coming in, it was, you know, she hurried through the like little drinks and talkity talk. And had them sit down for dinner. She could have had a little bit more time with her guests, I thought, before mm -hmm. she rushed them to the dinner table. But as the party turned out, I mean, people were leaving really early. It was like a Mary Richards from Mary Tyler Moore party. Mary okay. Richards never threw a good party mm -hmm. on Mary Tyler Moore. That was one of these parties. Mm -hmm. This was a shit show. All right. So Sutton and Michael. See, now here I'm having trouble reading. Oh, my gosh. She can't read her own writing on her notes. <laughs> no, it's the glasses. Oh, oh, it's the glasses. I don't. These are 
before disappearing bifocals. Okay. So I have no bifocals okay. in these. So well, I'm glad you I, came prepared for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that hurt my feelings. No, you're doing wow. great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Keep going, Nana, with them Nana notes. Don't give up on okay. us. Okay. She's going to switch and you know, glasses. And I, I am. I am. I'm going to just see if I can't find something with some bifocals. How about these big old ones? Oh, like, those are 90s. I remember those ones from being like yeah. 10 years old. That's 10-year-old Jolene's mom right this, there. This is, yeah. You look okay, good, now, girl. But still, the bifocals aren't there. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. We're going to just find one with bifocals, <laughs> oh and it's going to be... It's you know just going to be Kyle's dinner party was a shit show, but this is an even bigger shit show is your glasses experiment because you take notes you can't read. This is my favorite part of the podcast. I like these. See the leopard kind of print here? Those I like very these. very early 2000s to me. Maybe yep. mid to early. Yeah. Very much so. And and there my eyes got worse, so I have bifocals and I can read this now. Well, like Sutton said, are they are, is it couture? Is it ready to wear those glasses? That was my next note. Would okay. you quit? Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Sutton and Michael, everything's couture. That's mm-hmm. just what I wrote. Yeah. You know, she is so full of herself. And I know, I can already know that you already like her. Yes, I do. And she's gonna bring a <laughs> and she's gonna bring a lot to the show. Yes. Well, you know what? Don't let the door hit you in the ass. She could leave as far as I'm concerned. What? Not not a not a fan. Okay, and not why a is that? Fan. Let me know why, Nana. She, well, she's so mean. I mean, I know things make Teddy cry, but she's just mean. I just think she's mean and really full of herself and everybody's sucking up and kissing her butt because she's got money. Well, here's the deal. I don't necessarily agree that everyone should kiss her ass. Do I think Rinna is? Yes. But I did see a very interesting post on Instagram. The same people complaining that Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was going to be boring, Lisa Vanderpump's gone, are the same people now complaining that Sutton, who is actually the one bringing entertainment and pushing forward the show, is too mean and causing problems. So Hmm. I think we need to give Sutton a little bit more of a chance. I think there's very endearing qualities that she brings to the table. Is she stuck up? Yes. Is she insecure and so she speaks with her money? Of course. But is it entertaining? Fuck yes. I'm here for it. I do not want to watch Teddy talk about her accountability and pregnancy. I love Erica Jane, but I can't hear the whole season about Chicago. Lisa Rinna, how many pill references can you make? Who else is on the show? Dorit. I mean, oh. I guess I, you know, the only thing I can appreciate Dorit for right now is her fashion, and maybe she's going to cause a little bit of drama. And what's Kyle going to do? Just keep resurrecting Faye Resnick every episode? Like, I'm all over it. <gasps> what What did you think of Faye Resnick coming in? Now, you know, right away when I saw Faye Resnick, I went, oh, my God, she's aged. But it's been a long time because she's was best friends with Nicole Simpson. Nicole Brown Simpson, yep. O.J. Simpson's... Um, ex-wife who he killed. Ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Faye, I thought, wow, Faye's really gotten older. Well, well we you know have. what? That's what I thought. I thought, <laughs> Nana, look in, look in the mirror, Nana. Faye Resnick looks really good. She is a friend of Nicole Simpson. She wrote The Private Diary. Yeah, she was such a good friend that she made of- money off her friend's death and wrote a book about it. I still believe in Camille when she says the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. True story. Mm-hmm. The name of the book was, in case anyone would like to buy one on Amazon.com, you can find anything on Amazon.com. I know now. But I have things coming to the door. But don't shop on Amazon.com today. Um, 
uh, I'm looking it up right now to make sure uh, that I'm getting this right. But Shell sent me a link, and there was no shopping. Um, okay. And it was today, and I don't remember why. So I'll have to look at my text messages here. I feel like I'm having a nana moment because I heard something, oh, and I want to repeat it, but I don't know all the facts behind it, and I don't want to be one of those, you know, not saying you're one of those people because you're not nana. You'll just go, well, what is that? Um, okay. But well, yeah. thanks thanks for sharing that, Julie. Um <laughs> We're getting back to Faye Resnick, and the name of the book was The Private Diary of a Life Interrupted. Okay. Now, I mean, really? She writes this book. She starts telling all the dish on Nicole Brown Simpson. Shame on you. You were supposed to be her friend. Yep. Nana's still um, mad. She's still mad. Nana's mad. And now she's she's 62 years old already. I was surprised. She has one child and three husbands. I looked her up. So, okay. She does. She has one child, you said, and two husbands? She's had three. She's on number three. Okay. So the reason is, and thank you, um, Terry, in the chat, May Day or May Day, Solidarity and Distress Mark International Workers Day around the world. So no job at all or a job without enough coronavirus protections. Millions of workers around the world are making May Day the International Labor Day trapped between hunger and fear as more countries and states reopen for business, even though the pandemic is far from vanquished. Um, so trying to get to the point of the day. It's a melancholy day for millions of garment industry workers across Southeast Asia. Um, government ordered lockdowns they're talking about, but they're basically saying that uh, May Day labor protests started in the 19th century in the U.S., where the number of Americans filing for unemployment benefits surpassed a staggering 30 million this week. Economists say joblessness yes. in April could hit numbers not seen since the Great Depression in the 1930s. Essential workers were expected to strike around the U.S. on Friday to demand safer conditions, while other groups organized rallies to protest stay-at-home orders. They are, uh, they say, are crippling the economy the nation's death toll uh, was put more than 60,000 so yeah today is just you know worker solidarity and um yeah so I didn't do any online anything no target no nothing no no okay <clears throat> I didn't either and I didn't know about that I oh. didn't do anything um I received my iPhone but I purchased it only two days ago and it came in two days subconsciously you knew Nana because you're the wife of a teamster so you knew absolutely it's like mm -hmm. hello look for the union label. Okay, sorry. All right, so back um, to the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. She's there, boring. She didn't really have much to say, and she's just no. she's just become part of the friend of the show. Um, I did hear some rumblings that once upon a time they were maybe going to talk to her about being a full time housewife because she was a friend of the show. Uh, and then this was back when they were doing their blog post still, and I guess uh, she had did a blog post when she went after Brandy, and people came so hard for Faye Resnick that I think she was like. I don't want any part of this life because, you know, she already got uh, quite a bit of backlash after writing that book and, you know, around the O.J. Simpson trial and all that stuff. So yes. I'm okay with me not being ever a housewife. I don't need to Oh, I, I am too. And yes. how old were you when the O.J. Simpson trial was going on? I I'm trying to 14. remember what year. I was 14. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was about 14, 15. Because yeah. that was just, that was mesmerizing TV. For its time, uh -huh. we had it on at work every day. The it was trial, crazy. it was craziness. It was just so sad. And now he's doing TikTok, so you know life is unfair. Life is unfair. It's unfair. You know, and as soon as I know what TikTok is, I know somebody did a little dance on TikTok. I have no idea what that is. Mm -hmm. um, You're gonna go on there and talk shit to him. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? I have nothing to say to him. Um, And I think his dad wrote a book, uh, Ron's. Goldman's dad wrote a book. His name is Ron. I got that book. It was just heart-wrenching. Heart-wrenching. Okay. Garcelle made her entrance. Did you like what she had? Loved it. Loved it. I love Garcelle. I love everything about Garcelle so far. I also love that Garcelle has decided to create a feud between her and Kyle on Watch What Happens Live. She told Andy Cohen that she was the least kind to her. I think we might have talked about this last episode. And no, she no, had we the, didn't. The biggest attitude and that she likes her the least. And Kyle believes she's just creating this feud and I'm here for it. I'm here for it because, I mean, it seemed like when I watched this recent episode, her and Kyle were getting along very well, but that could be the edit. But maybe when she initially was introduced, Kyle was kind of cold to her. So. I mean, really, I, I, Garcelle's going to bring this show right back to where it should be. You know what? I think so. And I also heard people were saying on Instagram that um, if we do, if Cynthia does, in fact, from Real Housewives of Atlanta, move to Los Angeles uh, with Mike, her soon-to-be husband, fiance, 10-10-2020, who knows if that's going to happen now because of you know all the stuff going on in the world, but maybe they'll have a Zoom wedding, um, that maybe Cynthia would be a great transition into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, wouldn't that be cool? I think Cynthia would be a great addition to Beverly Hills. I do, too. Mm -hmm. It really is too milk toast and way too white, white. You know what I mean? And if Cynthia moves, I don't want to get rid of a Cynthia. I also think Cynthia is kind of a safe bet to move over because she's not super polarizing or anything. Um, and word on the street is production really likes Cynthia. Uh, so yeah, I would be all for Cynthia moving over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and then someone else, you know, a new housewife joining Atlanta. Cynthia, um, she does bring, bring it to the table. I love her. Mm-hmm. She can be very nice, your best friend. And then when she feels wrong, she can stab you. So I like those kind of people. Yeah, I mean, Kenya would miss her, but you know what? I don't yeah. want to lose Cynthia yeah. to Los Angeles, I think. She would be great for Beverly no. Hills because Beverly Hills, you know, obviously needs some work. Keep going with your Nana notes, girl. We're, we're kind of struggling on Beverly Hills. Come on, girls. Okay, so Sutton, oh, Renna decides, hey, let's play a game. Oh, Renna, no, no, no. You knew this was going <laughs> to go south. Oh, Renna, you are so darn cute, and I would oh, die to meet Harry Hamlin. Oh, so you're a big Lisa Rinna fan, huh, Nana? Well, just to meet her husband, honey. Yeah. But yeah, I do like I do like Rinna, you even just though get she lady boners for these housewife husbands. So, is it in order? Is Greg's the hottest, and then Harry Hamlin's the second hottest housewife husband? I think it's kind of a tie. Wow, Greg is as hot as Harry Hamlin, and Harry Hamlin's as hot as Greg. Hmm. Harry Hamlin was on Mad Men for a while, my all-time favorite show. He was good on that. Oh, my God, I loved him. Mm -hmm. Oh, anyway. So, anyway, so they go around the table, and they say, what was your first, when you first met me, you know, what did you think of me? So they're all going, oh, you're the nicest person. (laughs) Oh, you're the sweetest person. What would you give me for a basket of kisses? It was gross. (laughs) And, it, and boring <laughs> until you got to Sutton. And Sutton looks at Teddy and says, I thought you were boring. Ding, 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 ding. Again, why do we hate Sutton when the show would have been so damn boring without her at that dinner? Why do we hate her? Well, you do have a point there. Mm-hmm. A point well taken. Point well taken. Okay. okay. 
So keep going, Nana. Sorry. They went around. That's all right. It, you can talk sometimes, too. When <laughs> They went around the table telling the person next to them what they thought of them when they first met. Okay, whatever. Which is such lies. Yeah. Mauricio called that shit out. And I am here for high Mauricio. Mauricio is so stoned. And it's coming out more and more and more. And we need Mauricio yes. in every scene so that we can see his stoned face. He's the only one that understood what Denise's husband was saying uh because he was stoned because in his high brain he was like hell yeah dude that makes some sense (laughs) but Mauricio called it out he was like I've been around these ladies for you know 12 10 seasons whatever season this is 10 seasons and I've never seen them be this nice so I know I loved it and I loved it yes then the editors came in with their little uh I mean they're killing it the editing on Bravo uh, they do such a good job like shout out to these people because they make these shows you're right. They so really good. do. And, and Mauricio could have come to the table with just that towel that he was walking around with. <laughs> and that that would have been better for the show, I think. It would have been better for me. He is a nice-looking man. And he's Whether so he, high. And you have to think, like, in California, it's totally legal, totally fine. He's an adult, whatever. But you have to think, is he high because he likes to be high all the time? Or is he high all the time because that's his way of being able to deal with Kyle? I think that would be... Um, B. I'll I'll hit. I'm gonna hit B. Okay. <laughs> Married to Kyle. Yeah, I'd get high because too. Because she's but Ky- neurotic. She's very anxious. She, you know, it seems like Mauricio wants to be more laid back. Um, and so, but Kyle seems pretty understanding that he's been high multiple times on the show. I think Kyle early on didn't want to talk about weed at all. But once she saw that the public's like, yeah, it's totally fine if Mauricio gets stoned. We don't give a shit. It makes the show more entertaining. We like watching High Mauricio. Then she was on board with it. Yeah, I think she just was trying to be like, my family doesn't do that. My family yeah. isn't touched by any of right. those drugs. That That's bull. We know it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, hi, Mauricio. We like you. Now, what did you we think li- of Teddy's reaction to Sutton calling her boring because she just said I thought you were boring and then she stopped and then her little lips started to quiver Teddy's yeah yeah and I mean you knew it was coming they all blamed her leaving the table and getting upset on hormonal imbalance because she's pregnant Mm mm-hmm but and it could have been. But that I was don't know. So funny when she goes, and then I thought you were boring, and then pregnant on, like pregnant to boot, pregnant on top of it. I was dying. No, I thought, are you really? Do you know you're saying this out loud? I know. That's what it felt like. It mm-hmm. felt like, shh, keep it down. I felt, I felt bad for Teddy because I just felt bad for Teddy. Um, really? You know, sh- should she be on the show this year? No, no. It's not, yeah, I like her. As a, as a person, I think we get along just fine. Yes, I but think I she's just... probably, I mean, she seems like a terrific person in real life. I'm sure she's just a sweetheart and a gem and all that stuff. As a housewife, no. And here's no. the thing, if you're going to come on the scene th- this season, acting all tough, acting all strong, I don't even care if you come to my party. And when she had dinner with uh, Rinna, I think it was Rinna and, um, and Sutton the night before, Teddy was Teddy plays all hard, but she's so fragile. And she, if she would just yeah. admit how fragile she is and pre- quit pretending that she's this tough chick because she's not, um, and that's the problem. That's where I'm like, Teddy, I, I don't really feel bad for you. It's not that big of a deal. They said you were boring. You know, it's 
okay, then come back at her. Come back at her. Right. Call out her bangs. Call out her weird-looking dress. Say, I thought you were Mrs. Roper. You know, call her Mrs. Roper. Oh. Call her something. Wasn't that a bad dress? And that was, yes. oh, that is, that wasn't couture, though. What is it actually couture? I mean, Erica Jane even asked, what really is couture? It we, means we do- the design and the manufacture of fashionable clothes to client-specific requirements and measurements. So it's fashionable, made-to-measure clothes. Wow. Okay. in the size 8 printed silk couture. I knew you were going to okay. ask, so I had the definition pulled up. <laughs> I was. I am so proud of you. We think alike. What do you think of these now? These are the new gla- different glasses, and they have a different kind of side on them. You know, the thing Similar. is, the thing with glasses like this, um, the closer they are to, like, the early 2000s, like, in time, the, I'm, like, mm, not ready to see those again. But the farther away they are, like the 90s ones, I'm all for. But these ones, I'm, like, they're, they're too close still. So I'm not a fan. I'll be honest. Oh, okay. I'll pull a sign. I think you're beautiful no matter what you wear, but those are not my favorite glasses. Okay. (laughs) I like these. These now, these were my high, I should have been a librarian. That's how I felt. What do you think? Yeah, those are good. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are very basic. Are, like, so thin. many, yes. I, that's, I must have been going through a basic time yeah, where I didn't want to. basic bitch. Uh, basic bitch. I didn't want to stand out in the crowd, and I certainly didn't with those. But, yeah, some of these are just kind of fun. I just, I tend to stay with the with the browns. and Those I like. Those I like. They're like a bigger frame. I like a bigger frame or a cat eye on you. That looks really nice. <sighs> I love the cat eyes. I got some picked out at Costco before this, Costco, um, Costco before any of this happened, this pandemic. And I thought, okay, I'll go get my eyes checked and then check into these glasses because they're very cool. But that hasn't happened yet. But we should get back to the housewife, probably, shouldn't we? Yeah, I'm sorry. Probably. All go right. Ahead. Keep going. And then um, I ordered something off Wayfair and okay, it was a TV stand. This is not a housewife. <laughs> Again. <laughs> y- yes, yes, I'm rolling it into the housewives. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. It is the nicest piece of furniture that I've ever purchased, I think, from Wayfair, and it's a big TV stand. It's really pretty, mm-hmm. and um, I just love it, and it's something that Kyle could have in her house. Okay, now we can go. I just got it. This is the fifth time <laughs> they've rescheduled on me. Five. You So you five got times. it today? I got it today. I was very excited. We haven't gotten it into the house yet because, you know, then the neighbor stopped and we got talking to them. So we just got him into the garage and we thought, what's the hurry? It's not like anybody's coming over to see it. So we'll get it in tomorrow. (laughs) So, but it's very pretty. I'm so excited. I waited a long time. I purchased it March 29th. So I've been waiting a while. You sound like a Karen right now when you're saying, I've waited a long time. Not our Aunt well, Karen, but what people call now Karens. No, and usually I'm a very patient person. Linda goes, <laughs> why don't you call? <laughs> yes, I am. What the hell do you mean? Um, <laughs> but no, Linda told me, she goes, call Wayfair. Tell them how you've waited and waited. Maybe they'll do something for you. Mm-hmm. She was so smart. I did just that. Okay. What'd you get? $71 credit. All right. Order me something, Nana. Hells yeah. Um, and that's a no. Okay. Moving on. Back to Nana okay. notes. We're going to move on. Teddy crying. So Teddy crying. So she Teddy started the crying. They, like I said, they, st- they, checked, they checked it off to 
being pregnant. She's emotional. The dinner was a bust. Soon after that, people were getting up. I didn't even see what they got to eat. Salmon, because Denise didn't eat it because it had garlic on it, and she's allergic to garlic. So then, Marie, hi, Mauricio. Uh, stoned Mauricio goes, what? Give me your salmon. And then he ate her freaking salmon. I'm sorry. I thought this dinner was entertaining AF. I thought this was really? the first episode of Beverly Hills that was actually entertaining. I liked it. I liked I liked okay. any Beverly Hills right. dinner all the way back to Allison Dubois and her fake cigarette. Um, Loved it. The only Loved one I didn't one. like was the the one a couple seasons ago when they had the psychic who was talking about Lisa Vanderpump's dead dog, and then we found out she learned about it on Twitter. So, uh. but a, a Beverly Hills dinner is usually really good. We also had the Kim Richards, Lisa Rinna dinner when they were in another country in Europe and they slammed the, you don't talk about my effing husband. And then Kim told her to that. have some bread and calm down. So this I thought was another really good Beverly Hills dinner. We even got to talk about cons cancer conspiracy theories with Denise oh. Richards' husband, who's a holistic healer of some sort, some sort, some sort, some sort, has no PhD, um, and him and Denise looked uh, quite cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs as they were saying they are being followed by people, to which people on Twitter were saying someone should tell them the people they're being followed by are the, the filming crew for The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I love that. That's perfect. So as he's explaining this, Lisa Rinna surprised me because she was like, oh, uh, I actually have experience and know a lot about this sonic wave. I have no idea what they're talking about, but because I, Harry I Hamlin was into it. And so she was kind of asking him questions, Denise Richards' husband, and he was seemingly very cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. What did you think about him talking about how we all we all have cancer uh, and it's protecting us? And really, we you know the rant he went off on. It was so bad. I think Mauricio should have shared his stash with him. I think he did. Just to, maybe he did. Just to, I mean, either shut him up or what, but. She was, Denise was very kind of edgy and wanted to get out of there. But the scary thing is Denise believes that stuff because she's like, we are being followed. Then she goes to the bathroom and is like, don't talk about it. He's like, I could talk about it if I want to. He was very Alex Jones in that dinner. He was very tinfoil hat, um, just saying things that you're like, uh, what? I mean, I'm all for a little bit of a conspiracy. There's always a little conspiracy behind everything, but this was way over the top. And for okay. a housewife's dinner, they were not expecting that. This was such an interesting housewife's dinner because not only did we have tinfoil hat Alex Jones as um, Who Mr. is that? You don't know who Alex Jones is? Alex Jones is like a podcaster. He's a radio host. He's very cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. He was the one that hmm. basically went out there um, and said that the um, the, the shooting of uh, the school with the kids was like uh, staged. Like he's really, really a sick human being. And oh. he's very politically motivated. He hosts the Alex Jones show. And, oh, that's no. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's he is really he's very desperate. He's very thirsty, and he's always coming up with some new conspiracy thing. And he is uh, like Infowars is his big thing. 
Um, yeah. So basically, he preys on people who Info are wars. Yeah, he preys on people who are very uh, miseducated, misinformed, and preys on fear. You know, he basically makes money off fear and just making shit up, and that's what he does. And he gets really, he's like overweight, and he gets he gets yelling, and he's um, I, he's not conservative. He's just crazy. Um, oh, yeah. okay. He's just basically well, he knows his audience and he plays to that, and so he just is profiting off their, you know, fear and ridiculousness. Uh, he he said recently. Uh, he says if he becomes increasingly desperate in this time, uh, I'll admit it. I'm literally looking at my neighbors now, and I'm going, "Am I going to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up?" You know what? I'm ready. So Alex Jones says that he's ready to have cannibalism, if, if he has to, and eat and kill what? his neighbors. This guy is. People are either on board. Where does he live? Uh, I think he lives in Texas. Nana, you do not know who Alex Jones is. I mean, no, honey, I lead. No, that's just fine. I don't really need to know who he is. He sounds like a kook. Yeah, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So, okay. Um, so this seemed very... And then they also had one of the E! News news guys, the African-American gentleman who was there. He's an E! News correspondent. He's at the dinner. You got the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. You got Sutton there in what looks like... This couture dress of hers looks like Ed Hardy threw up on her. It. Do you remember the Ed it, Hardy? Oh. Yes, that that's a name I know. Yes, it okay. was like Ed Hardy threw up on a sack of potatoes and then she dyed it red. And then she was like, I'm going to the party. And you're like, mm, okay. Um, and then I, Mauricio being high. I mean, this dinner couldn't have gotten any better. It was so good. It was so good. All right. I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. I didn't think it was much. Really? And even with Kyle's bangs looking all weird, I don't know what she was doing with those bangs. Wear them down flat and straight, honey. Do not try to do a little poof or whatever. Mm -mm. It ages you. It's not good. It's not good. And it's yeah, there's nothing wrong with being older, but I'm just saying it's just like an, an aged look. Do you know what I mean? When, when did she get that long hair back again? You know, I really liked when she had it a little shorter. Mm -hmm. How is she going to whip her ponytail and do the splits, which we saw her do this episode at the end because Sutton brought Fireball to the party, which again, how can you not like Sutton? She's a stuck-up snob who also brings Fireball. So that makes her a little more that was relatable. That that was funny because I mean, Rena and no, it wasn't Rena. Rena who's oh Dorit. Dorit oh Dorit came. Oh man, she was just pounding them down too. Wouldn't you too I, if you had to carry the weight of PK and his debt as he's sitting in the hot tub going, "I'm getting work done, babe." There's no way that George Mike or George Mike. I always want to say George Michael. Boy George yeah. has all these things going on. No, he doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to have to face the music and be on camera too much. Because of all the debt he owes. Right. Right. I totally, totally mm -hmm. understand that. Totally get that. Yeah. But I thought Dorit, if anything, you know, she looked good. Everyone was wearing, um, a, you know, Sutton's handbags. Those were very interesting. Everyone seemed to really love them. What did you think of the Sutton handbag that she gave as a gift at her store party that everyone brought to Kyle's dinner? Well, who said, was it Renna said, I bet these are worth $1,000. I love the way Renna thinks. And I think it would be a good casino purse because your hand's right in there, closer to your money and closer to your cards. So you can, yeah. you know, get those valuable points. I'm telling you, I'm not missing the casinos. Can you believe that? I can With believe the shutdown? That. Yeah. 
I'm all of a sudden I'm seeing some money in my checking. I'm kind of like, hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no to sell. Well, well maybe anyway. you can afford a Sutton, one of those handbags from Sutton, which were eighteen hundred and sixty dollars, I believe. That's a good. I mean, here's another reason to like Sutton. She gives expensive gifts. I mean, let's just keep adding. Maybe I'll hate her by the end of the season, but right now she kept this interesting. The game would have been so boring if it would have been like. And I love you. And I thought you were just so real. No, you didn't. No. No, you didn't. You didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Now, let's let's look at something. Now, next time when I have my new, um, what's it called, iPhone. Yep. Um, maybe I'll be able to see the chat. What are people talking about in the chat? Is there anything that just jumps out at you? And remember to subscribe and please like this channel. But what are you seeing in the chat? Good job, Nana. Make sure you like this video. Um, you know, we're seeing lots of things. Lots of people are participating in the chat here. Let me pull up exactly what uh, Shonda says. Teddy is boring. I'm sure she's heard it before. Bonnie liked the fireball shots. Um, Quinster said that scene gave me secondhand embarrassment. Uh, Odell Chick said, hey, beautiful ladies, Lisa's husband is so good looking, but a little weird. And Alex Jones, OMG. So some people are like, yeah, Alex Jones is crazy. Uh, okay. Said, Alex Jones lives in Austin, which is interesting because Austin is weird and progressive. But uh, Alex isn't progressive. He's just weird. So maybe that's why he fits in there. Um, Angelica said, I wanted to tell Sutton to trim her bangs. I don't know how she could see Teddy's face as she was telling uh, her she was boring. Uh, it's true. Yes. I mean, she kind of had this look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nana and I'm, and I'm pulling. Yep. Yeah. I look like cousin it. I mean, really? I mean, that's what she looked like. And all of a sudden I'm looking at her going, what the hell is she well, doing? She's doing that because she feels like that is a way to make her look younger because a lot of women use their bangs as a way to hide wrinkles and kind of hide your eyes a little bit, you know, when you need to do. Nana, you have great skin. You're fine. Uh, but I think that's what she I started doing. feeling. I started <laughs> feeling going, <laughs> I want to go on one of those commercials. And then you just put it under your eye. And in seconds, I it's gone. I love those commercials where they like suck up the bags under your eyes because I always have I bags know. under my eyes. I could get 24 hours of sleep straight and I would still have bags under my eyes. I was just born with bags, baby. Baby, I was born this way, you know? <laughs> but her bangs, like Sutton's bangs are very Ramona Singer from Real Housewives of New York bad, but worse. And they're kind of but crooked. Worse. And so the fact that she's so judgmental, yet someone said on Instagram, her body looks like a double popsicle, like the way she wears those boxy dresses and she's got these two stick legs. That She's got stick legs. <laughs> I know. I always prayed for stick legs. Me too. In my, when I come back, if mm-hmm. there's that, you know, evolution, revolution, gun control, the sound of soul. If I come back, I want stick legs where your thighs don't rub together. What a rush that would be. Listen, a thigh gap is great. I had a thigh gap when I was about 34, 35. That was the last time I had a thigh gap. And when you you feel the air between your legs, it's amazing. Nowadays, my girls are real close. They touch each other. There's a lot of friction, but they're supportive, you know? So whatever, you know? That's nice. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I just don't wear corduroy because I couldn't stand the noise. Okay. So... What do you think about Kyle going over to Sutton's house? You know, she is just sucking up, sucking up. They're all kind of sucking up to Sutton, and maybe they see the writing on the wall that maybe Sutton will end up being a big player in Beverly Hills. I don't know. I think, you know, they do follow the money. And yeah, so yeah. 
that's what she's doing. What did you think of Erica Jane and her singing and then her revelation of remembering that her mom was so critical of her? Erica Jane going to Broadway, going to her arranger's house to rehearse, and all these sad memories came up about her mother. I'm I'm figuring that her mother is no longer with us. No, I think she is still with us. Yeah. And she, and she said that stuff. Yeah. Usually her, they usually they wait till they're dead. Nope, not she didn't wait till they're dead because she wrote a book and she called her mother last season or the season before whenever she wrote the book to get uh, some stories from her mom. Oh, ouch! Yeah. That it sounded hurtful. I had such a wonderful mother and so giving and caring and always put us kids first. And you certainly have had that. Um, so I, <laughs> thank you for speaking for me, Dan. I was like, yeah, that, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm so lucky. No, I was given the opposite. I was told I was so great and so beautiful where I entered the world with a very false sense of how great I was. And then the world kicked me back and was like, slow down, bitch. You're not that great. And I was like, but my mom said I could do anything. You can't do anything, but it's better to go out in the world that way than to be criticized because look at how oh. quickly she remembered her mom laughing at her and the shame. And it's so funny because the guy asked her for a good feeling and all she came come up with is a bad feeling. And that was what she was 11 years old, sixth grade or something. Yeah, something like that. She said, and she really remembers that it's touched her heart. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh. Now, I thought Erica Jane singing, I thought it was good. I thought she was doing great for what she's oh, I doing. Did. Great. Oh, I think so too. But what is the name of the Broadway show? Chicago. <laughs> They've only said it like 70 times. (laughs) You know, I get so confused because I thought, I thought Broadway was in New York. Why is it in Chicago now? Okay, I got it. Are you serious, Nana? I don't, I mean, honey, I haven't gone east, but serious. I really did think that. I thought she's going to Chicago. You didn't know about Chicago, the musical? No, I know the band. Okay, so we're learning a lot. You learn about Alex Jones, Chicago the Musical. Nana's killing it. You're killing it, Nana. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I kept thinking, I kept hearing Chicago. I think, oh, she's going to Chicago. But I know New York is, or Broadway is in New York because Linda went there with her sisters and her mom. Well, Linda's not in the chat, um, so she must have fell asleep. <laughs> oh, Linda. Nana's best oh, friend. Oh, honey. All right, what do you got next I'm, on your notes? Okay, um, I just have Erica Jane's going to Broadway. Going to go went to the arranger's house. I like the arranger. He was quirky. He was fun. He was fun. I thought he was. He had a really nice house, so he must do all right for himself. Do I have? Oh, um, that's all I really had for this because then I, well, that wasn't you know. I mean. But watch what happens live was with Kyle and Teddy. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that. What did you think? What do you got to report oh, I, on? I liked it. Um, Teddy had a baby girl. Yeah, she was eight weeks old, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what they named her. Did they ever say what they named her? No. Does it matter? Oh, okay. Cash. Well, I don't know <laughs> because everyone's it, like, there's always a housewife that's naming their kid Cash. I don't know. Uh, Tennessee, Nashville, John Cougar Mellencamp Jr. I don't know what the baby's name is. I know Joanna Mellencougar Jr. <laughs> Jack and Diane. Jack and okay, Diane. there you go. Yeah, there you go. Gar- so Garcelle, Garcelle mm-hmm. said Kyle has the biggest ego of the group. I love it. They were talking it. about that. I love yes, it. we talked a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And Sutton's just really judgy about Teddy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mauricio was stoned wearing a towel. They talked a little bit about that. Love it. Mauricio stoned every episode, please. Let's get I know. I said um, he's stoned wearing a towel. Um, puff, puff, peace out. Um, <laughs> questions from people. That was fun. I like when people can ask questions on the show. I love how you... Are you breaking down every moment that I have to not watch what happens live? And then questions from the audience. They tweet and and sometimes they call. I love that. Well, don't you remember when your question was was asked by Andy Cohen? Twice I've had a question answered. No. I I forgot the other one. No. One was for, um, there was a a feminist uh, activist on, I forgot who it was. And then the other one was, there was an actress who I really liked. And I asked her, I asked a question about her hair from the movie Parenthood. I love that actress. Oh, I just loved her. What is her name? Anyway. Well, I know. I got to look it up now because I knew that. I was like, I know. dang it, I didn't know. <laughs> no, but par- par- that was such a good show. It yeah. was such no, a good show. Great. And, and she's like she a just, human being. Oh, Martha Plimpton. Yes. So Martha Plimpton, I loved her because she also dated River Phoenix back in the day. And I thought, oh, what have, what have that wow. been like to date River Phoenix, who was like the original Leo. Like he was such... A hottie, gone too soon. Oh my gosh, if we could have River Phoenix back, that would be amazing. Um, So Martha Plimpton was on, and I asked her if she would ever, I sent the question, would she ever have the hair she had on Parenthood bring that back, and that was the half-shaved, and they asked that question. And then there was another time when they had like a feminist activist who was on there, and uh, I said something. And it wasn't a question, I just said something nice about her, and they read it to her. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. uh, you were touched by fame. I love it. <laughs> and then didn't River Phoenix die in front of the Viper room he or did something? did in overdose. And Joaquin Phoenix, his brother, who's now Oscar-winning actor, right. uh, called 911. And you can listen to the 911 call, and it's awful on YouTube if you want to. I have because I'm a sick person. Well, it's awful because mm-hmm. he was going to stay in that night, and they talked him into going out. Right. I mean, I just, you know, it's just, you know, you can't Ugh. look at it like that. But yeah. you showed me where the Viper Room was, and you pointed it out as we were driving well, it by. it was owned so. by um, Johnny Depp, I believe, at the time. Oh, the okay. Room. So all the hottest, youngest, you know, stars at the time were hanging out there. Lots of drugs, lots of partying, and yeah. Isn't that funny that I can remember the Viper Room, but I couldn't remember the name of the show that the Broadway show Chicago. Huh. Okay. Yeah. You know, Nana can remember where drugs happen and Chicago probably drugs happen there too. Nana in the musical Chicago. So there you go. Go figure. So what is this Chicago? What is it? Just a musical? Or I yeah. shouldn't say just. And but it was is a it? movie. You can rent the movie. You can watch it. Mm. You can, you know. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never. I know okay. about it because I have friends who are musical theater majors. Chell oh, okay. knows a ton about theater. I don't, so I'm on the same. I know plays and I know the names, but I've never seen Chicago. I've never seen the movie Chicago. Uh, but maybe in the quarantine, I will do that. I'm not normally a musical kind of gal, so that's just me. But I bet it. I bet it's very oh, I'm good. Sure it's and awesome. Then- you do that, and then I'll watch Titanic because I've never seen it. What? So, Titanic was on today on MTV. That's what I heard, oh. that they were doing all these shows. Oh. It just, I can't say enough about you that like, movie. My okay. like, favorite thing to look into is Kate uh, Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio videos because I wish 
they would be together. I feel like they were meant to be together because they're really good friends in the real world. But again, she's too age appropriate. And so there's a scene in Titanic where there's this young little girl who's dancing with him when he takes Kate Winslet down to like the lower levels, you know, where the poorer people are on the Titanic. And he's dancing with this little girl. And I'm thinking, dang, now... Because uh, he's, you know, being sweet, and I'm like, now he probably would date her, you know, not at that age, but now she's probably, you know, just the right age for him to date. Because Leo is known to date like what? twenty year olds and twenty one year olds, and he's like in his mid to late forties. So, but I love looking up videos of Kate and Leo, and like when they're at award shows and they thank each other and then they hug. Yes, it's, it's like, why can't they be together? <laughs> oh, and what was her name? Kate Blanchard Kate Winslet. <laughs> Who the hell is Kate Blanchard? Kate Winslet, man. Are you writing this down? (laughs) No, it'll never come up again. All right. So let's uh, rate this episode, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the big dinner episode from one to seven housewives, Nana, one being horrible, seven being the best thing you've ever seen on Bravo television. What would you rate it? I'm giving it a five. Okay. And seven. Well, that's good. That's being generous. Well, I'm going to give it a five too, because I thought it was entertaining, but I didn't think you thought it was entertaining. Well, the more you talked about it, then I thought, well, maybe it has been kind of funny. But yeah, I mean, compared to what we've seen so far for Beverly Hills, this was totally great. There was drama. There was tears. There was weed. There was bad bangs. There was fireball. Kyle was doing the splits again in her pleather leather pants. Uh, Dorit was pretending to be rich again. Erica had an emotional moment. I mean, Denise and her husband think you know, aliens and, and, and the FBI is following them because they're, you know, they have the answer to cancer. That's that no one pretty else bad. Has. I mean, it's pretty, it was pretty good. It was, I have to give credit where credit is due. Let's see in the chat what you guys are thinking. Bonnie says 6.6. Fonda says a zero. Oh, <laughs> Fonda what? Gave it a zero. Fonda. says a f- Serious? Quinster says a really- four. Fonda said because I didn't watch. <laughs> I love it. So Quinster, 81, <laughs> gives it a four. Odell Chick, a seven or an eight. You're going outside of the uh, rating. Very nice. And then um, oh, I wow. watch it, and Tony gives it a five. So, yes, I you know I hope we can keep up with this, but I don't think we're going to. But we'll see. We'll see. I definitely I see the start of Dorit kind of putting salt on Teddy and soon to be Kyle because she was basically when when Sutton was like, should I feel bad? Dorit's like, no, you shouldn't feel bad. So we're going to see the deterioration of their friendship. Angelica says a six for Mauricio. More high Mauricio. I just want to watch high Mauricio around these women reacting his facial expressions. Yes. I want yes. Denise's husband to say more weird shit and just have Kyle there going, can I eat your salmon? Now I'm going to have your salmon. Like he literally reached over, grabbed it, shoved it in his mouth. He was so hot. I loved oh, it. Oh, my God. You know, um, yeah. All right. When you were high, what did you like to eat? You know what? I never was really good at being high. I would just get like really paranoid or I would jump out from behind corners or I would clean. Um, it was like, oh, I felt oh, like it was more not... like meth. So, but this was before like you got to know this is a body high. This is the good stuff. And this does this. Oh, yeah. So I probably got just... like bad I know I would get paranoid too. I didn't like it either, but my go-to food then was Cheetos. Okay. I think our go-to food is always Cheetos, Nana. It's delicious. It really is delicious. Dad went grocery shopping today and he's really good about it because he's putting his gloves on. He puts the mask on. He has Mm -hmm. 409 in a little baggie. Speaking of baggies. 
409 in a baggie? What do you mean? He sprays 409 in a baggie, puts his new sponge in there. Then he wipes everything down as he's putting it in. Putting it in where? At the cart. The cart. Really? At he's just there. He should wait till he gets home. Then I do it. So you, then I get so to do it. So you double spray it? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I guess we have. But but he's just, you know, he's overly cautious, which is fine with me. Okay. Um, I appreciate him going grocery shopping because I really don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah. All right. You ready for some Vanderpump rules? You got your nano notes? Let's uh, talk about season eight. She's holding up her notes on her. Oh, those are a lot of notes. Season eight, episode 17 of Vanderpump Rules. Till death do us not part. Bo stuns Stassi with a quirky but romantic engagement proposal. And when Lisa hosts an elaborate party to celebrate the happy couple, Jackson, Brittany, comfort Kristen when she's left out of the festivities. Finally, Danica and the Sir staff go head to head with Sandoval, Schwartz, and the team from TomTom during an epic softball game to determine restaurant dominance ending with james giving katie the apology she's always wanted nana give us those nana notes oh james that silliness you know you don't have to apologize to katie she's forgotten all about it katie doesn't forget anything okay vanderpump rules we mentioned it is season eight episode 17 stassi and Bo. stassi apologizes to Bo, which i think she needed to she overreacted with him talking mm-hmm. um, to Kristen. Kristen. I always want to say Sheena, Kristen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, you just blew it out of proportion, Stassi. I love Bo. I think Bo is the person for Stassi. I hope she doesn't ruin it. Um, so <laughs> You sound like I Stassi's ha- mom because she was, remember, she was like, you're too good for my daughter. It's like, what the hell? Now, is Bo up there with your housewife husbands you want to hump? Like Greg and I didn't Harry say I wanted Hamlin. To, oh, for heaven's sake. I didn't say I wanted to hump them. I just want to look at them. It's okay to want to hump other people. Dad understands. Okay. But is he up there with one of the hot ones that you like or personality Well, at, like? at 65, I just want to look at him. Through a thousand different glasses. Anyway, <laughs> so Stasi and Bo, so Stasi apologizes, and she needed to, um, and she left the party early. She said um, she was an a-hole to him, which you're right, Stasi, you were. So um, they were going mausoleum shopping. Now, I am one. I love graveyards, and we used to party in a graveyard over off at Jackson Street, and... <laughs> What was the cross street? Was it Sylvan or Park? Anyway, it was called Oakland Cemetery. It was Mm -hmm. established in 1853. So it is an old cemetery that had very cool monuments, mausoleums, old, old um, cemetery stones. It's very unique. Mm -hmm. It's right in the middle of the city. Okay. Okay. So they went to mausoleum shopping. And... (laughs) I love this part because I thought it was great. Nana loves that- dead stuff. She loves it. If you're dying, Nana's on board. She is, I marry him, she buries them. She gives all, we've talked about this before, she gives all the eulogies when you die, and I marry people. That's what we do in this family. They say, I know. Will you be the minister? Okay, I'm ordained online. I don't want to brag, but you know, it took five minutes and 25 bucks. Uh, and Nana does, there you go. does your eulogy when you die. So 
There you go. Yeah. I can make them laugh. I can make them cry. Okay. So you loved Stasi and Bo being in the cemetery, and you would have liked if Papa would have proposed to you like this. I don't even know how Papa proposed to you. How did he propose to you? <laughs> well, honey, he really didn't. We just talked about it because we went out for six years. So mm-hmm. I think we just talked about it. There wasn't, you know, you get down on one knee and stuff, you know. Um, no, it wasn't anything like that. We just talked about it. Not really, honey. It was a, we called it, it, in those days, pre-engaged ring. It was a chip of a chip of a chip of a diamond. He gave that to you? It was very, yeah, it was very tiny. In fact, it was very tiny. It was very nice. I liked it. Mm Um, I'm trying to figure out where it went. But anyway, but my (laughs) wedding ring itself was just a silver band that a friend of ours made. He was Mm -hmm. getting into jewelry. And that just fits my little finger now. So a ring is just like. So you never mm. had a proposal. I don't remember that I had one. You guys like had a I party, don't... drinking, smoking weed, just like this is fun. Want to do this forever? And you're like, sure. And then, yeah, you went to the, your friend's parents' bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and first he said, "Do you want a hose?" Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> very, very romantic, your dad was. I love it. I love it. I had the same, similar situation. Chell and I talked about it. We were at my favorite deli in LA, and he said, Hey, uh, want to get married? And I said, We had talked about it already. And I said, I would like to get married. And we were in our favorite little booth. And then we went and got rings on Kohl's. We went to Kohl's and used Kohl's cash. And we paid like $0 for our rings. Um, I love it. And that's how much we care about diamonds and stuff. So when everyone's like, ah, I need 18 carats of, you know, a butthole diamond. I don't ever know what they're talking about, nor do I care. I I don't either. I would rather have all the appliances match Mm -hmm. or something like that. That would be fun. Yeah, I'd rather have a new Honda Civic, I think. And I don't even wear my ring. Like right now, well, since we're, you know, not staying at our house, we're at Charles' mom's retirement house, I am... um, I was breaking out where my ring finger was, which is weird. Oh, remember? really? Saw, I had to get cortisone. Uh, oh, I remember that. I was no, it wasn't like about me. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. John Lennon is back. Nana, keep going with the Nana notes. Peace out. <laughs> um, so I jumped right over that, and I shouldn't have, because the way he did it, like, what's that on the ground? What's that? Is that an urn? You know, mm-hmm. things like that. Well, they don't just leave urns out. But. Stassi, I think, was... Nana knows they don't just leave urns out. They don't just leave urns out, people. You would have ruined it. You would have been like, no, they don't leave an urn out. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about, Paul? Um, But I thought it was cute how he did it. And he got down on one knee and she was doing, oh, my God, oh, my God. She swore a lot. It was, you know, it was a realistic kind of thing. She was wearing cute jean shorts and a blouse. It wasn't over the top or cheesy. They were in a cemetery, what she likes. They were about to get, you know, look at pricing for a mausoleum to be buried together because she's her whole thing is like murder and death and, you know, calling herself a demon and stuff. So, yeah, it worked. So, but that MF... I mean, they use that a lot, and they didn't need to. They didn't need to. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so then they start, okay, so we're. she calls Katie right away, and Mm -hmm. Katie's all excited. Of course, Katie and Tom, they knew about it. Lala was there. Like, Lala can't be more of a thirst trap this season, from her Uh, clothes to her wanting to basically take Kristen's place in this friend group. What was Lala doing at Katie's? 
waiting for the call. They act like they're best friends. You know, it wasn't that until Lala started inviting them on the PJs that they were her friend. So the fact that now, you know, then she calls Kristen to just kind of rub it in her face. I think Lala's just being that mean. Was Oh, she wasn't trying to be Kristen's friend. No. no, she was pretending to be. And poor Kristen. I did feel bad for her that she wasn't part of that dinner party that Lisa threw them for the engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad for her. I thought she should be there. She did introduce the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, she should get some kind of kudos for that. Well, what would you think about um, Carter's text message? Oh, you know what, Carter? He just needs a place to live. <laughs> he's he's got to earn knocking. his rent, or he's got to pay his rent somehow. So if it's sticking he's, up for Chris, oh. that's what he's going to do. How about when they were at, I love this, and Lisa's house. And Bo was so cute because I don't think he never, ever was there, you know? No. And he was so excited to be there. And he acted like I would have acted like, look at this, look at the swans, mm-hmm. look at this, look at that. I would have acted like that. And I know you know what I'm going to mm-hmm. say. So they're sitting around the table. There's Jackson, Brittany. Brittany, Brittany said, yep. oh, my I God, Brittany, it. it's not about you. Shut oh. up. Like oh, Lisa. well, I had a party at our oh. apartment. Lisa oh. didn't do anything like this for us. Lisa did more than her fair share and for the likes of you, too. Jack, Jax is trash, and Lisa has always had this special affection for Stassi. I think the show is like um, how it always has led me to believe that Stassi is kind of a young Lisa. Like, she's an up-and-coming oh, Lisa. Like Lisa, okay. despite them having falling outs over the years and her going to New York and her, you know, having their thing, Lisa's always seen something in Stassi. Right, what are you looking at? Well, Nana, I was just looking. I thought I saw, you know, you switch glasses, oh and I thought I saw. She was looking at the wall, and I'm thinking, is she I, seeing I thought I saw a floater over I think here. You, you had know? some of Mauricio's stash because you were just staring off. But yes, I think that Lisa and Stasi have always had this kind of relationship where Stasi yeah. looked up to her, even when they didn't get along. And Lisa's always had an affection for her as like seeing a little bit of herself in her. So it's always been like, will Stasi become the LVP type figure? And so of course she's going to have it at her house and now she's not on Beverly Hills she's got you know more time right but uh, Brittany nobody knew who you were when you were at Hooters watching the show and then you you know catfish jacks or whatever you did which wasn't hard to do and so no 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 I am I, so happy we are done with their stupid wedding and I am I don't know what's wrong with me but I'm on board for Stassi's wedding. I am on board for Stassi's wedding. I will watch that. I will watch the parties. I will watch her be a bridezilla because I'm more invested in Stassi than I ever have or ever will be in Brittany or Jax. I know. Yeah, something tells me that Stassi will not have little princesses and Cinderella kind of stuff She's coming to her house. She's going to have demons and stuff at her wedding. But Brittany came out when she was jealous, when she was like, well, Lisa came to our apartment, but I didn't get this. Why should you? You're not really a part of the show. You just came I, along. I know. And then all of a sudden, Jax is over at Kristen's mowing her lawn for her. They're just trying to get in there and stir the pot. My so, favorite is really? when Brittany or Brattney called the weed whacker the weed eater. Who the hell calls the weed whacker the weed eater? Is that a coastal thing? I don't know. She's no, like, there he is. brought the weed eater. I'm like, what is this chick talking about, the weed eater? That is a whacker. <laughs> no, that's that's Mauricio. Um, the weed eater? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back. Yes. 
So then we go into, um, they start talking about, and we're, we're out of there already. We're out of uh, the party. It was a beautiful party. It was a nice party. Um, I did like, I shouldn't jump too far ahead, but I did like that they brought her whole family. And they surprised her. I know. That was so sweet. I thought this party was great. I thought the fact that Stassi didn't even want to change her clothes. Like, she was like, I feel comfortable and I'm just happy. She seemed genuinely happy. Some people speculated she knew it was going to happen and that's why she apologized. Whatever. I thought it was still decent TV. And then they were, it's almost like, it is like setting it up. Like, Stassi wants to become LVP because they're in VelvetPCR. Her and Bo are looking out. And he's doing his weird Bo stuff, which we've all found to be very endearing. And Yeah. singing or whatever and then they're just like we will build a life with each other and they're not perfect but they are who they are and they seem to work for each other so I thought it was great I thought it was great that her mom could be there and her dad and how creepy was Sheena so bad I think she's on the next page oh sure there she is (laughs) Sheena talking to Stassi's little brother Sheena stop it shame on you He's How like old is that little brother? 13, 12, 13? 14, I don't know. Oh, th- who sat Sheena next to him? That was just so bad. Um, Do you think that's the producers pushing this? And if so, why is Sheena agreeing to be looking like a pedophile in this episode? She was looking so gross. and It was to so him, bad. Like, oh, I would, and then they cut it with her little diary interviews where she was like, I think the youngest I go is 21. <laughs> I mean, oh, Sheena, get over yourself. It was so bad. So bad. So mm-hmm. then we cut away. Okay. We're cutting away, and they're talking about this stupid softball game. Now, the minute I heard softball, I think of you. And I remember you playing on the KSTP with KSTP because you were no, I didn't play working with them. there. I played on my own was team. It, but the... Yeah, but you, you worked for Hubbard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And didn't they have some kind of... No, um, a guy that worked at Hubbard came to one of our games. And then they interviewed him on the radio and he said, Jolene can play. Oh, was that it? Oh, I get things so goofed Mm -hmm. up. Was it right after we went to the Michael Jackson concert? (laughs) Yes, it was right after the Michael Jackson concert. (laughs) There are some things in my life I'll never forget and some things that, wow. Okay. Tell me when so you I think got one. You. Well, when it's where the the where you partied in a cemetery and the cross streets, you got it. But if it's anything to do with the children <laughs> or the rearing, no memory, no memory. <laughs> I even remember the mausoleum's name that we would party next to. It was called Wallach. W a l l i c h. Wallach. Okay. Wow. Well. Anyway. Uh, okay, that's good. Good job, Anna. <laughs> so I'm just sh- I'm doing a shout out to his family. Thanks for letting us party oh here. Oh my gosh. Um, so Peter, the sir manager, he's playing for sir, but he didn't get any socks. What's her name that was buying the socks from the sex store for was the softball game? Danica. Oh, is it is it the one I like? Yeah, it's Danica. You don't like Danica. Oh, maybe not. Okay. So she, why did she have to go to a sex store to get socks for a Hollywood? And the only place they wanted like those sexy over the knee socks was probably the easiest place oh. to get it because that's in the sex store. Okay. Cause 
I'm sure Coles has those, and she could have used no Coles, Coles cash. There's no Coles in Hollywood or Los Angeles. You got to go all the way to almost LAX to hit a Coles, Nana. It's sad. It's sad. I don't know how I even live in LA. I got to go so far to get to a damn Coles. You know you're right because when I've been there, we've just mm-hmm. gone to the Target. Yep. Oh, for heaven's sake! Yes. Far out. Mm-mm. How about Tom and Ariana? How about them? They how still about don't have furniture. They don't have furniture. Get Tom's some- vacuuming the couch. They got a couch. Furniture. And it was, it's small, like almost a love seat. Mm-mm. And I wrote, still no furniture to speak of. <laughs> Ariana is playing for Tom Tom, which I think is a good idea because yes. Tom is so, he's, well, he's got a big eagle, but I still huge, like him. Huge, yeah. And <laughs> he's very competitive, which but I like. But I still too. like him. <laughs> but I still like him. Mm-hmm. And so then James comes over, and he's going to be on the Tom Tom team I like too. That and finally, including James in something, because otherwise, what's the point of having him on this damn show? He's not going to keep his sobriety unless he's included in some of this. But everything they do is drinking. got to do with drinking. Mm-hmm. Welcome to this world. Yeah, it just is. Mm-hmm. How's that? Yep. So James looks healthy. He's twenty eight days sober. I thought that was James. wonderful. Good for I James. loved it. Yep. Um, I jumped and I'm sitting on a bench at the cemetery. He proposes to Stasi. I'm telling you, I think I got some of that Mauricio stuff. Yeah. Why are okay. you, what? <laughs> I had little arrows going down, going, oh, I should have filled that in. Okay. Nana notes are high tonight. All right. All right, Mauricio, what else? So, um, well, we know he proposed to Stassi and the we ring was beautiful. That. Yeah, he's got the fair family heirloom ring. She loved it. It's perfect for her. She woke up. She told the dogs, made the dogs kiss it, says she's getting married in Italy, and she's already planning it. And he's like, whoa. And she's like, don't worry, honey. You don't have to plan any of it. I'll do it all. Okay. I'll do it all. And I love that. And I just, I had these little arrows that I should have just jumped down before mm-hmm. I did that. But anyway, so... Um, they call Stasi's dad, dad, dad. dad. Where are, him, why are you dad. going back to before the party? <laughs> because that's in my notes and I forgot the Just arrows. skip over that because her dad ended up being at the party. So we got to see yeah. him. I was going to mention that and that he lives in New Orleans. <laughs> um, and then Brittany, oh we already talked about that. We, we had, did. We did. Brittany, we had a party at our apartment, not a dinner at Lisa's. And I wrote down here. Shut up, Brittany, right there. <laughs> so I didn't forget to say that. Okay. Now we're, now we're better. Now we're better. Now we're better. We're okay. on page two. Okay. <laughs> and that's when Sheena was talking to Stassi's little Which brother. We okay. And, and we Shonda and said we, Sheena is heading for Catch a Predator. <laughs> her and Chris Hansen are going to I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, Brett and Breton, is it Dana or Dana? Dana. Dana. I worked with a girl. You already said this last episode, and you never I remembered know, her name. But it still bothers me. I mean, you can't work with somebody for 32 years, and you screw up their name all the time. Nana. But maybe, oh but maybe you can. Maybe you can. I worked with a girl named Dana, and I never said it right. For 32 I years. I didn't. I know. I didn't. That really kind of hurts my feelings. I'm thinking, boy, I wonder. Why should that hurt I your wonder... feelings? You're the one that couldn't remember her name. It should hurt her feelings. <laughs> well, I don't think her feelings matter. 
Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no but I just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, it just okay. bothers me that I couldn't remember right. somebody's name. We'll talk name. about it again next episode too, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I hope we can. <laughs> um, and Brett and Dana were talking at break. She feels Brett's a man and Max is a boy. Oh, gross. Brett is really? not a man. There's nothing about Brett that says man to me. No. No. And she says she wishes she would have met Brett first. Oh, uh-huh. Gross. And I wrote on here. Brett's shady, which he is. We are going to find something more out about him. Oh, yeah. Um, Stassi did tell everybody she's going to be a, a, a bride demon, she called it. So you're right. She's into Love the it. demon stuff. I'm all for her being a bride demon. And then I mentioned again that Brittany and Jax came over to Kristen's house. Jax cut the grass for her. And which just I so think you is- know, the weed whacker, weed eater is, uh, I think Shonda said in the chat, that's what they called in Texas. So it must be a Southern thing. And I am just an ignorant Northerner who's like, it's a weed whacker. And it is what it is where I am. But yeah, there's different names for everything. So I guess weed eater is a thing. I I guess it is. I mean, Mm. we... Did we get some of that weed eater? I thought it came in a spray bottle. Denise just said, just wait until Nana can see the chat. LOL. We're in trouble. This whole podcast is going to go off the rails between not being able to read her notes to then reading the chat. (laughs) I'm going to be like this. I know. Okay. It's all right. I'm really excited. I don't want to get too excited about it because I have to do this iPhone thing myself. And they showed me a little link that I put that I press on and then on the link and then they'll walk me through this. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling I'm going to lose all contacts and I just don't want to lose my pictures. So I'm going to do it. We'll we'll, we'll help you. Don't worry. Don't worry. We love you. Okay. Cause I had a little anxiety about that. Love Nana. Love, love, love Nana. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Is that Denise Richards? Yes. It's Denise (laughs) Richards. It is. No, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. This is this is so much fun. Don't for me. worry, Nana. Don't worry about your phone. We'll take care of it tomorrow, okay? All oh, right. Okay. It's I and then um James apologized to Katie. He's working the steps I wrote down. I'm just kind of going through my mm-hmm. notes. Sir wins the softball game. I like the softball game. I know you thought it was boring. I thought it was great. I could watch that over, and I thought it was funny. And you know me, I've been very critical of Vanderpump this season, but I loved the softball. Look at Sheena trying to do some kind of fast pitch moves. I was like, first of all, if you're having like a regulation slow pitch game, you can't do that. You have to just do an underhand, but she was fast pitching it. Um, I thought Raquel was a star, and I loved how Jax tried to throw her under the bus. Yes. Like, I would trade. And then she went up there and killed it and ran like a beautiful Bambi. I think Raquel... Is Wasn't just, that funny? Yes, Wasn't that she funny? is just winning fans this season because they're all so freaking mean to her. We all want Raquel to win in the end, and I think she's winning. Oh, I think she is too. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful girl. She's still yeah. with James. I'm team Raquel. I think she's... Do you think she's going to stay with James this whole season? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, they could have a little breakup, but I think they're still together right now. Um, you know, she's still young. The The world is open for Raquel. Who knows? She's still in her early 20s, early to right. 20s. So by the time she's 30, she could be with someone totally different. We know how the 20s work. Either you stick it out or you just start all over and you go, that happened? I didn't remember. Um, you just grab a giant eraser. But I am just loving... Raquel, I think all these people try to shit on her, and she's just, like, unbothered. She was running unbothered. She's got her pigtails. She's just a light. She's fluffy. She's something we need 
in this like oh. la la negative. Here's my ass. I'm gonna try to. This is my impression of la like. Eh, eh, Kristen. <sighs> she wants to throw anyone under the bus so she could be friends with these girls who wouldn't have given her the time of day had she not come That's... to the table with some money and some clout, being with Randall because he knows people and produces movies and has a PJ. It's sad to see Lala's just negative and Raquel is a beautiful unicorn and I'm team Raquel and I never oh. thought I would be so into Raquel but I I am cheering for this young woman. I am cheering for her to literally sprinkle unicorn poop dust on all of them and leave them Whee! in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I, I like Raquel too. I really mm -hmm. do. And then in Lisa... Lisa. <laughs> it's getting oh, late. Nana. NyQuil Nana's every, back. Lisa. Everyone's a winner. Lisa. Mm -hmm. In her kitchen, was it Lala that pulled up her? Of course her... it was Lala. She didn't wear oh, a yeah. brush. She didn't wear underpants. And Lisa's like, my husband's here. And Lala's like, yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, poor Ken. She kind of did that like, ugh. You know. Mm -hmm. Ken's Ken doesn't so need to see that. He's like, you know what? I've seen all the butt and vagina. I'm tired. I just want to pet my little dog, put him in his jammies, and take a nap with some tea. Like, I don't have time for this. I get that. Ken's I done. like that. Ken He's is done. done. So now Tom Tom has to clean their bathroom, which is like, yeah, whatever. Dude, I what don't think, think they really do that. Sandoval being so competitive and Jack's kind of calling him out on it. I'm like, Jax, please. You're way worse I than know. Sandoval. Way worse. I know. I just, yeah, Jax, I don't have too much time for him. I kind of pretend he's not on this show. Um, I really, oh, I just, I couldn't even watch it twice where Ariana took the bat and oh, slammed it down on the mouth. ground and it came back up and her mouth is all bloody. Oh, honey, what she's going to. badass picture that was. I would have loved to post that picture on Instagram. That's the kind of content I like. <laughs> It was tough. horrid, that poor thing. <laughs> and I like Ariana, but that would hurt. You know what I had trouble with in softball? Everything. Mm -hmm. But I was not a good, yes, mm -hmm. a whole lot of, a whole lot of that I didn't have. But I, I don't know how you fix it or not that I'm going to do it now, but I, I would always throw the bat. Oh yeah. That's a hard thing to get out from and, doing that. Oh my God. They used to just, the umpires used to get peeled at me because I used to work for Dairyland Insurance. This was years ago. And we had, we were in our twenties and we had a, I thought we had a great softball team. And you know, there was one. Linda Burke says you had potential. <laughs> oh, you know why she's saying that? Because this Mrs. Rolson used to tell me that from gym class. Well, I mean, you have potential, you know, it's like, Oh, thanks. So you're on the Dairyland uh, softball team. I am, and I made one good catch in the whole season, and I would throw my bat, and the umpire said, one more time throwing that bat, you're out. <gasps> so that, that was hurtful because I just didn't know how to fix it. You had like I would an Erica Jane moment. That was the moment you that really held you down. It was traumatic to have that umpire be so <sighs> negative to you. And put salt yes. in your game, so you did have potential. I could have been a contender. You could have been. You could have been on the Chicago, freaking softball team, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> 
Linda, thank you for joining us. Were you here earlier, honey? Did you run into Linda Fry, who can't seem to get on, and neither can the Karen? Linda, okay. One Linda's having problems, the other Linda's not. Shady Booty says, Lala acts like Randall is Marky Mark. Newsflash, he's a tubby old ex-husband with kids. Lala, wake up and smell the pathetic. OMG. Oh, I she, love that. Lala is just, you know, she is. She's just too thirsty, and she's... She's just mean. She's just coming off mean and negative and know your place. Know your place, Lala. Your place is, you know, somewhere else. It just doesn't no. anymore. We are moving on. We are moving I on. I know. And so And you just yeah, peddled your pussy too many places. Nobody cares. What did you just say? Peddled her pussy too many places. Nobody cares. Is that a saying that people say? I just your pussy? I just felt like saying it. It just came to mind because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> you peddled your pussy too many places. No, we need T-shirts that say you peddled your pussy, peddled too, your many pussy places. too many places. Nobody cares. It could be slut shaming, but we'll say it's for men, women, cats, dogs, everybody. If you peddle your pussy too many places, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares I, anymore. I don't have a tattoo, but that would be a good tattoo to get. You know who's got some really cool tattoos, Bonnie, in the... In the chat, Our she's got girl beautiful Bonnie. tattoos. So what did beautiful. you think about yes. um, James apologizing to Katie? I know you said a little bit about it early on, but that he didn't have to. But I felt like Katie, here's the thing with Katie this time. It's a softball game. We're all supposed to be having fun. I get it. You don't want to do anything but lay around and sit on your little stool and go back and forth, you know, for ranch dressing or whatever. But I get that. Okay. Have, yeah, fine. But have a little bit of fun. You know, the complaining. She was complaining to someone by a tree. Just like, leave me out of it. I'm just here for a marriage. It's fun. You're still in your 30s. You're still mobile. Like, just enjoy the day. Right. And she just looked freaking, she's always so miserable. This is why we are liking a Raquel. This is why we even like, I almost had pasta once, Charlie, who again brought yeah. up the pasta thing. She's starting to, I mean, she's kind of making fun of it now, yes. which I like. She's getting it. Mm -hmm. She's getting how ridiculous that sounded. But I will say for James, he is working the steps because one of those is making, kind of doing a contrition to people that you feel you've hurt in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, when I did that step, I had to go up to this bar by our house. Oh, no. Yeah, I Was did. Was it uh, I, the one under the bridge? No, it wasn't by a doctor. Oh, no, okay. um, I didn't get sober till we were out here, honey. Till, till we were in but Lake Elmo. I thought maybe you would have to go back to a bar. Oh no! House. Oh no! I was pretty nice then. I just kind of got meaner as the longer I drank. But um, I can't remember the name of it. Why can't I remember it? Anyway, I walked in and I had to apologize to somebody, this guy, because I was in the line for pull tabs and I was drunk and I pushed him out of the way. You did not. Yeah, I did. Why? And was that because, twin point? Linda Burke's yes, asking that's a, twin point. Okay. Yes, that's the name of it. And I pushed him out of the way and called him a name. What? Because that's well, so not Nana. I know that's what I'm saying. It's a good thing I could. Um but he was, I think he was trying to get into the line or something, and it was a hot box. And when you do that. <laughs> I love and, that you know, it's a hot box because this can have many different meanings. Hot box. Oh, I know. Hot, hot box. box. Don't pet all your pussy. It's a hot box. <laughs> all right. So he was already in line. You were in line. And you were just like, get out of here, you No, I mean, sucker. he tried to. 
no, he tried to get into line because he could see it was a hot box. And I went to push him and called him a name. So he wasn't already in line. No. He was trying to budge. No. Right. Well, then who cares? Then I would say well, then that's, I thought I you just still, went up to some poor innocent guy who was waiting in line and pushed him. <laughs> no, no. I didn't need to do that. Oh, yeah, violence is never a good thing. But I didn't need to do kind that. Kind of a and dick I, move to be, budge in front of a hot box. I apologized to him, and he didn't remember. And and that's okay. I felt good, and I left right away because we really did. I mean, that was a really fun barn and stay. But I started getting more mean than, than nice and feeling good about drinking. So mm-hmm. then you know it's time. But I remember I had to make it reminded me of that when James apologized because yeah. he's he's working the steps. That's one of the hardest steps. I remember doing that step and I didn't even realize I was doing the step at the time. It was the friend I had to apologize to the most and I was sitting at your house and it was years after I got sober and I was in the bathroom and I called her because I was such a bad friend to her and it took me years to see that what my drinking and what myself, what I did and all the excuses and, and mental gymnastics I did to make it her fault when it was never her fault. She was always a really good friend to me. And it was my own insecurity, jealousy, um, all those bad traits and those things that, you know, came out even more when I was drinking that made me a bad friend to her. And I, yeah, that was, a, I, I didn't even know I was going to do it when I did it, but I'm glad I did. And I think Aren't it you? meant I a know. lot to it her may- because I, she was like, finally, this chick is realizing that I didn't do anything to her. So I get that because I too, you know, her uh, genes are very, uh, genetics are very, po- uh, you know, a powerful thing that I was also a mean drunk. I know. I just, yeah, I just, it was just going against everything that mm-hmm. I used to think that I was. So it just, anyway, so I did like that James did that. I think I said before he didn't need to. Well, yeah, he did. It takes a lot. And you know what? Katie can sit there in her little judgmental self and all that, but she has said way worse. Uh, do I agree with what James said to Katie? No, I think it's rude and mean, and he shouldn't have said it. Oh, it was but rude and mean. She yes. could at least, I mean, I just feel like nothing's good enough for Katie. I'm just so over yeah. how negative these people are. And I do give props to James, who, you know, we talked about last episode, is still sober. So keep you it going. Can- you know, James, you can tell you're sober. You look good. You look healthy. Mm-hmm. You look like you got your mind's working right. Yeah. So, but then you get older, James, and even though you're not drinking, all of a sudden <laughs> you're peddling your pussy somewhere. You're peddling so anyway, your pussy somewhere. And uh, Morris said, "Glad Jolene is better to be the tulip she is now." Yes, I'm quite the frickin' tulip. I'll tell you that. Oh, what does that, <laughs> Morris? What does that mean? Oh, Morris is fun. He's always a smart. I know he I is. Love it. I know. I, I love. I love his comments. But no, he said uh, you called the guy a sea sucker. And that's why I mentioned sea sucker. Oh, but, I see. And okay. Linda Burke says, Nana, that was rare for you. Yeah, Nana, I don't remember Nana ever. I mean, obviously, I didn't party with you because I was a kid. Uh, but I don't remember you ever being mean. But I'm, you know, there's things that obviously you weren't mean to your kids. I remember you walking into the wall a couple times when my friends were over. But that's what I, it. you know, and how <laughs> embarrassing is that? You know, I mean, that wall had been there since the house was built in 1948. <laughs> Did it just? up here i guess you're like hi kids i was like oh that's my mom boom right in the wall i was like boom she's gonna go to bed soon (laughs) that's before we knew about cte and the concussion um so (laughs) we probably got our fair share of fair share of that um 
We don't have to get into that, Nana. Okay. <laughs> She's trying to... So what would you rate this episode of Vanderpump Rules? One to seven housewives. One being the worst thing you've ever seen. Seven being awesome. This episode of Vanderpump. Oh, this... Okay. Now, the Michael Jackson concert, I would give a seven to. Okay. The one that we went to together that I remember now. And uh, this episode, I'm going to give it a five. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I love seeing Lisa's house. Hands down, that was my favorite part of the whole thing. Yes. Feel free to let us know in the chat what you would give it. Um, I'm going to say a five and a half. Again, I was entertained. I've been very critical of Vanderpump this season, but I love the Stassi engagement. I'm here for the Stassi and yes. thing because Jackson Brittany, I could give two shits. When Sheena got married, I could care less. Um, when Katie and, and Tom got married... Again, don't care, but I feel like Stassi and Bo are a functioning relationship and they're actually respectful of one another. I know they have their issues and they fight. Everybody does. But in the end, the true, I think, you know, what do I know? But um, the tr when you are, have a successful relationship is when you're able to come together and admit and apologize and talk about it. That's the difference that's between huge. putting it under the rug like um, Katie. Oh, um, that's so huge. Or putting all your energy into being negative towards other people. I love a softball game. I liked Lisa's house. I love to see when the true Bratney comes out, when this, you know, Kentucky oh. sweetie is uh, jealousy like the gin blossoms. Hey, jealousy. And um, we got to see a little of Kristen's house, and I learned what a weed eater was. So 5.5. I liked it. We have learned so much. We have. And in the chat, Shonda says 3.5. Fonda, again, says oh. zero because Fonda didn't watch. Uh, Fonda, Morris, I, I how, love a zero. How great is Fonda for showing up and moderating on my that YouTube just, channel and this chat, even though you didn't watch? Oh, you that guys, is so nice. Give and, Fonda and one some of these love in the in the chat. Yes, yes. And one of these days, um, let's just go on cold and not. Oh, never mind. I do that already. Cold. Not prepared. Not prepared you just for started him. doing these Nana notes and I liked it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Morris gives it a three. Tammy comes in with a 199 super chat. Our first super chat of the night. Hi, Tammy. Um, she said, wait for it. Words with a clock. I don't know. Um, maybe that was like the emoji that comes with it. But thank you, Tammy. Uh, Quincy gives you, it Tammy. a six. Angelica gives it a 4.5. And Sherry K says, woohoo, two things I look forward to all week Vanderpump and you. Yay. Oh, we oh you. isn't that nice? That's was she so talking nice. to me or you? She was talking to both of us, I think. So. Oh, how nice. And Odell okay. Chick says a five. And real quick, uh, we didn't recap any uh, Atlanta because, you know, uh, Atlanta, we're waiting on the reunion. But I do have some, a little bit of Atlanta gossip, Nana. So Nini has a YouTube channel. I don't know if we talked about this yet. Yes. But um, yes, we did. She uh, has been, she's spilling tea about what actually happened at the reunion. Did I talk about this last episode? I can't keep track of all the podcasts I do sometimes. So I, I know, I know you do quite a few of them. Yes. I mean, I couldn't myself, keep up. I apologize. But, um, Nini went on to say that she felt set up from the beginning of this. We're going to see a virtual uh, reunion, oh. like a Zoom type. And so she felt set up because she was told not to wear white. And when she showed up to the reunion, the virtual reunion, everyone was wearing white. So then Greg oh. and another friend told her, change. She tried to change. I don't think she was able to. So Greg's like, they're making you look like the black sheep. She was literally wearing black, making her stand out. She said most of the reunion, she felt like they were questioning her for hours on end, even though she's oh. been criticized for not 
being on the season a lot. She also was talking about how Eva is boring, continues to be boring, and why weren't we talking about how she has no money and borrows people's shoes? So Nini was bringing it all. And then she was upset because Yovana you know, the one who allegedly recorded Cynthia is saying now there's no audio. Nini's saying, yes, there is audio. So they brought Yovana to the reunion and she doesn't believe they should do that because she's not a contracted person on the show and they normally don't bring uh, non-contracted people besides like the house husbands and a couple other people through the years. But so she feels like she was targeted and picked on. So she walked off the reunion. They played a package for Cynthia and Kenya's friendship, and Nini said she had to go to the bathroom. They weren't giving her bathroom breaks, according to Nini, so she would just leave when she had to go to the bathroom. And so when she was in the bathroom, she said she checked her phone, and someone said Yovana was coming on, and so she's like, I'm not coming back to the reunion. uh, Because she felt like Nini's, uh, Nini's defense is why... Are we bringing Yovana in when we didn't bring Mark in to talk about him and Kenya's relationship? We didn't bring Todd in to talk about Candy and Todd. We didn't bring the cookie lady in to talk to Tanya and, you know, her guy with the cheating stuff. So she felt like she was getting set up. And so she opened it up to her YouTube subscribers to to say whether or not they agreed. And a lot of people, obviously, they're her subscribers. They agreed with her. I think she's got a point. Um, you know me. I, I do. You know, I do, too. I think that's just... I don't know. Um, if that's how it went down, she does have a point. The whole wearing of white and then to find out she was told specifically not to wear white. And then everyone's wearing white. Even Marlo was like, she called Marlo. Marlo's like, I'm wearing white and off white. Uh, and then the fact that, you know, if she feels like she was questioned for two and a half hours straight and they came for her about her relationship with Wendy Williams, she said, which is something that happened between her and Wendy Williams in quarantine, which she didn't think had anything to do with the show. And they came for her about her YouTube channel, which I think she thought was unfair because Candy has a YouTube channel as well. So yeah, it's another need to walk off and I don't want her to walk off. I know. Quit walking off, Nene. Just hang in there. You're going to come back and go, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, So we got that coming up. So if you guys want to follow Nene on her uh, YouTube page, go ahead. Otherwise, I'll keep uh, recapping what she talks about because it's it's pretty good. She sits in her bedroom. It's a very pretty bedroom. She's got silver pillows and curtains everywhere. Oh, I like that. She's kind of like you, Nana, because in one in this video she just did a couple days ago or earlier this week, she said, I didn't even know my YouTube had comments. So she just recently found that out. Oh, yay. So, okay, boomer. Yes. Okay, boomer. I love those glasses, Nana. Now, these are fun. These remind me of Jackie O. Mm -hmm. So um, remember, I might have, I might get the setup tomorrow. Yes, so we have we have the 90 Day Fiance uh, podcast coming again Monday night. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that 90 and, and Day. Jonathan Honest to God. wants to know, are you still doing coasters? Is the one with the camper and the Christmas tree gone already? Oh, gosh, no. She's still doing it's coasters. It's not gone. I don't have that spray. Like I said, I'm not going to, to Michael's, the craft store. She's waiting for her hodgepodge, modgepodge. It's supposed to be coming, mm-hmm. you know. It's coming in May. Um, in May. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go to a store that I don't feel is, I'm stay, sorry, no, Michaels, Nana, but you're, essential. You're it's, over it's, 65. Stay home, Nana. Stay safe. Yeah. We need you, Nana. Yeah. Your favorite thing to happen ever. 
what what was that? You're our favorite thing to happen ever. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it twice. Okay. Morris Thank says Farrah faucet glasses. Okay, so you guys, we will be coming back uh, to YouTube on Monday. I've been better. We've gotten some um, people, like I said, on iTunes, and I appreciate you guys reaching out and asking. They're so sweet too, and they ask so politely, like, "Can you upload the episode sooner, Jillian?" Because sometimes I'll just forget, and then I'll do a mass dump uh, because, like I said, I just take on way too much stuff. Well, but you do. I have you fun do. With so take so but take I, a deep breath. But and... I have been putting the episodes out, so I'm going to put this one out sooner. And uh, I, I hear you guys, and I definitely will do that on iTunes because I know a lot of you like to listen on iTunes later. Uh, so we also have, like I said, 90 Day coming up on Monday. And also, Nana, we are going to, on Wednesday, I am going to have merchandise. Yes. I just... What? Okay, so there's a, a company that I have been talking to, and it's like there's Teespring and there's Public. So Public is going to be making merchandise, and I'll have a little store there, and you can buy it there. You can buy Married to Bravo mugs, shirts, sweatshirts, tank tops. You can also buy... Jolene oh. TV stuff with my logo. I'm also going to be creating some signature stuff with little sayings we have. So I'll be posting the link for that this week, but it'll be going live on Wednesday. We're going to have merch. And so I'm going to order you a Marriage to Bravo shirt, me a Marriage to Bravo shirt, and then we can wear them while we podcast. It's going to be so fun. And oh, then tomorrow I, I have like that. Fonda reminded me tomorrow I have my new podcast with Sarah from Entertainment, yes. and I can't wait because we're going to be talking all things pop culture and good news, but with a snarky twist. So, so many good things are happening. We got merch coming. We oh, that's wonderful. 90 Day with Nana. Um, so if you have like fun I sayings love that. that you like the, that we say or things that Nana says, let me know because I will put it on shirts, mugs. We got laptop cases. We got cases for your phone. We have tank tops. Um, oh, all kinds gosh. of fun stuff. So it's going to be fun because I've been, you know, I haven't really had merch and this is awesome because I don't have to worry about shipping and stuff because they handle all that. So I'm excited. Well, how wonderful is that? Do you, on your merchandise, do you have um, a cover that would fit this? I think we do. Nana. iPhone? We could get you well, a Married to Bravo cover. Hello. I and, just want and pop sockets. I want some of those pop sockets, but I don't think they make them. Oh, aren't yeah. those cool? That little thing that goes on the yes. back of it looks like a little doorknob I sort of. Okay. Those. I don't think they have them um, where I'm going. So, yes. Angelica just gave us another super chat. 199 from Angelica C. Stay safe. Thank Thanks you. for the laughs. Oh, you are so welcome. Uh, we Thank you. This has been really fun. So, Nana, Monday you'll be back with us and you'll have that iPhone. I'm so excited. I am too. I am too. I just hope I can get everything downloaded. I'm getting a little about it, but just, you know, relax. They're not going to take your birthday away. You yep. can get it, Eileen. They can't okay. take your birthday away. I think we, yeah, I think that's all you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Nana, you got, okay, any, thank you you. got any famous last words? Um, Paul went into the grocery store today and he brought home cookies this big and they're peanut butter and then they have half chocolate on them. That's Yummy. where I'm headed. Is that where you're headed to the kitchen? All right, Nana. Oh, Oh, hell yeah. You worked hard and you deserve it. Uh, Fonda says, happy early Mother's Day, Nana. And Sherry Kay says, make Thank a you. shirt with uh, Nana where it says, I got this at Kohl's. <laughs> I love that. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. Woo. 
If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two. Bravo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Chell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make people barf. Bye. Bye.